Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. There must be some kind of way out of here. Said a joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't I'm just reading uh, some uh, some emails here that I can't read on the air because of their content so if you feel that you have to uh, use gutter language in your emails they're just going to be deleted and then you'll be posted on a on a list of uh, blocked emailers so don't do that I'd like to be able to read what you uh, what you uh, what you think, and uh, some of the uh, the anti-Trump emails are just way out of line, way out of line. You can be out anti-Trump, but if you're dropping f bombs into your uh, into your emails, back off a little bit. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to know that so many of you who are sending those emails are so um, tight with Vladimir Putin that you that you know that. Uh, the Russians have material on Donald Trump. So really, you should be the, the, uh, the uh, genesis and the nucleus of stories. You need to make yourself known so we can uh, cover you since you're so familiar with what goes on in Russia. All right, mainstream media. Are they pro-Donald Trump, anti-Donald Trump? Is there an agenda either way? George is in Toronto, numbers 800-263-2428. George, thank you for the call, sir. Yes, hello. I really believe that there is a, a bias, and we just heard it from your own uh, interview with the professor, that I, they can publish anything and preface it saying this is not true. Okay, this is not true. I can say aliens are coming down to Earth right now, but, but by the way, it's not true, and it's my choice to believe, true or not. And you see it with CNN. They have the roundtable meeting, and they just console themselves why the Democrats didn't win. And they, they, they say, how can we stop this happening? We can't believe this is happening. Where are we going to do? What are we going to do to uh, slow the process down or be a, a stonewall everything in the Senate and everything in the, by the, you know, in the government body? What can they do? They don't say, let's move forward. They think, what can we do to stop this? And they're using uh, favorable news networks to do this. All right. So an anti-Donald Trump bias clearly is... Uh that caller's perspective. I'm just looking at some uh, tweets here, and Kenneth sends uh, interesting a uh, couple of tweets here. Trump began his career with one of the most vicious accusations of Obama, claiming he was not American-born and demanded proof. And he follows up with the press then hounded Obama about Trump's wicked accusation. At Barack Obama reacted with class and dignity, 
Trump should learn. All right, you may have a some thoughts on that. So if you send, if you if you tweet something that I can read on the air that isn't loaded with f bombs, if you're anti Donald Trump, then I'll, I'll follow up on it. But if you if you think that you need to stun me with your knowledge of questionable verbiage. I spend time on a deck of a destroyer. You're not going to surprise me with too much. Jan is in Whitby, Ontario. Hi, Jan. Thank you for the call. Hey, it's Jim. Oh, sorry, Jim. It says, oh, it says Jim here. No problem, Roy. Sorry about that. I, I just have uh, two points I want to make. And the, the first is that if the president-elect isn't used to this or unaccustomed to the scrutiny of the media, he better get used to it because, uh, you know, the right-wing radio and media in the U.S. is very strong and it was very... Uh, you know, against Obama during the entire presidential terms, um, he better get used to this. The media is under no obligation to support the president. They're there to scrutinize him. And the second point I'd like to make is that he's going into office with only a 37% approval rating. If there's a bias in the media, it's simply reflective of the American people's sentiment. Well, the media, if you're reporting, you can't report with a bias. If you're an opinion journalist, it's a different situation. You express your opinions and your thoughts, and they will be evaluated by your consumer. And if uh, they like what you're doing, then you'll get a following. And if not, then you'll be unemployed. Reporting negatively on the president is... No, no, it's, the, there's, a difference between, there's a difference between negativity and being negative and being biased. You can be negative and still be factual. Yes, and you need to be factual. But there is a lot of negative facts to report. Well, like what? The president-elect has not even produced his tax returns yet, despite having sworn up and down during the campaign he would do so. No, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. He said he would release them when his audit's over. That's right. And it, okay, that's happened. No, it hasn't. According to Trump, the audit isn't over. Oh, it's an indefinite audit. But it, no, so so that's the that's your that's what you're going to hang it on the audit. What else? I mean, what other things? I mean, I'm just asking you to be specific. And I'm not defending Trump, and I'm not accusing Clinton. I just I I'm a part of the of the media profession, and it bothers me when I see an agenda and clearly. From my perspective, and I've been in this business all my life, there is a mainstream media bias against Donald Trump. He's earned a lot of criticism for the things that he said and the things that he's tweeted. Well-deserved criticism. You know, I have my own biases, and I certainly don't support the guy. I think he's a buffoon. But if the media is going to do its job, it's not unfair to dig into material that was presented to the president in a security briefing. That's not biased news. When he says that he didn't see that, that it wasn't included in uh, the briefing he attended, I read somewhere yesterday, and I, I, I wish I had that uh, with me, but it, it seemed to me that Joe Biden was saying, and I could be wrong on this, but it seemed to me that Biden was saying that he and Obama saw that, but Trump didn't. Matter what Trump saw or didn't bother to read. The reality is, Comey no, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. The Trump didn't hear it. It wasn't presented. Things are provided to him, whether he sees it or not, is up to him. No, I'm just saying to you that he just said that it wasn't provided to him. Okay, well then let's have a news story about how he doesn't attend his security briefings and doesn't read the material provided him. All right. Thanks a lot for the call. I appreciate it. I was looking for something factual. Roy in Toronto. How are you, sir? I'm good. 
So um, I, I, I want to point out a few things. Um, the Obama birther thing was not started by Trump. It was actually started by the Clinton campaign um, because they thought they were going to lose, and they did. So, I mean, you know, you're blaming Trump, but this was actually Podesta and his friends who did who did that. Who started this? Who started the the? Who hired the former supposedly MI6 agent? No, they started the Bertha rumors about Obama in the in in the in the primaries of the last election in 2008, 2007. Yes. So I mean, you know, it, 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 it's always good to blame blame others, but it, uh, you know, look, I'm not a big Trump uh, uh, fan. I'm I'm quite conservative, and uh, you know, if I were in the states, I would have voted Republican, but. I, I, I agree with you. I think there's been quite a lot of bias against Mr. Trump. I mean, I watched the results of the election, and, you know, Will Blitzer spent, you know, on CNN, looked like he was going to cry, and he kept saying, you know, um, oh, there are another few votes there. Maybe he could win, win. Maybe she could win now. I mean, you know, I mean, the MSNBC people were like, it shocked, but, you know, the CBC people. I mean, it, oh, the CBC people looked like they were... Uh... Distraught. Yeah, you're right. And I think the, the CNN crew looked looked like they were in absolute emotional distress. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, you know, listen, everyone has their own bias. That's fine. But when you're going to report the news, I expect some degree of, of dispassionate, uh, you know, reporting. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then you should get another job. And unfortunately, uh, in spite of all of that, in spite of all of that, now bypass the news media. And a lot of these newspapers, I mean, the New York Times is in pretty bad shape. They've taken a $150 million line of credit from... No, no, they are in bad shape. The Washington Post has a circulation of half a million. Yeah. Which is is nothing, which is nothing. You know, and what's happening now is people are bypassing the media and they're going to alternate news news sources and they're going to... And they're going to uh, social media, which also is not necessarily the best thing. No. Um, so, you know, they, and I think that the media has discredited itself. And by discrediting itself, you know, people don't listen to them anymore. Well, I, what I, the, the feeling that I got on November the 8th, the night of November the 8th, when it became apparent that Donald Trump won the election. And let's remember, he won the election. He won the election because a majority of voters in 30 out of 50 states voted for him. This whole idea that Clinton had a majority of votes is bogus. She had a majority of votes in states like California and New York, which have so, huge populations and which vote Democrats. So that's, that it's, it's irrelevant. The American Constitution was written specifically in that way to not allow, you know, these big states to over. No, no, I get it. I get it. Roy, I've got, I have very little time. The situation is... There was an election. During elections, there are always going to be accusations. There will always be complaints. There will always be questionable information passed back and forth. And then ultimately, the voters will have their say. The voters make the decision. And the voters decided on Donald Trump. There hasn't been any suggestion that the voting machines were tampered with by the Russians or that there was any kind of uh, dirty, dirty gamesmanship taking place on November the 8th when Americans voted or in the early voting Donald Trump won the, Democrats will say this, he won the election fair and square on November the 8th. Now they're going to try to find out how much influence the Russians had by hacking the DNC. One more thing, James Comey, the director of the FBI, from what I understand, and I've been reading so much material over the last couple of days, James Comey has said 
that the Democrats, when the FBI asked the Democrats to be able to look at their server to investigate to see whether there was hacking taking place, they denied it. Absolutely. They denied it. And it's not just Donald Trump that was. I got to go, buddy. Thank you for the call. Roy in Toronto. We're going to come back with two Americans who live in Canada. And what do they see, one Democrat, one one, uh, Republican, what do they see in the relationship between Canada and the United States with Donald Trump as president? Stick around.